And welcome to episode two of the CSP Bears podcast, the podcast for all of your Golden Bear athletics. I'm your host, Tanner Peterson, and I'm thrilled to have you with us today. Last week, we had Golden Bear QB Don McKenzie in for our inaugural show. And if you haven't given that episode a listen, I highly suggest it. I'd also like to let everyone know that the CSP Bears podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. So please, please, please go subscribe. With us today is our first alumni. Well, kinda. <laughs> today I am amped to have full, former Golden Bear and current pitcher of the Oakland Athletics organization, Gus Varland. Welcome to the podcast, Gus. Hey, nice. Nah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Last spring, Gus was drafted by the Oakland Athletics in the 14th round of the MLB draft. The right-hander out of St. Paul North High School was an ace for the Golden Bears in three seasons, accumulating dozens of awards for stellar pitching. So, Gus, what was your junior season being scouted by all these teams like? I mean, the crazy winner, you didn't even know where you are going to be pitching next. Kind of talk about that. Uh, it was a whirlwind, honestly. It was just one thing after another. You get all these calls from different scouts and stuff, and you don't really know how to react because it's all new to you and stuff. But luckily, I had um, uh, Lunch McKenzie, Marcus McKenzie, and John Gobb really helped me out through all that because Gobb went through the same process because he played for the Indians and the Cubs. But um, it was it was hectic, a little stressful. Um, like, you didn't really know anything what was going on, but yeah. just kind of took it for what it was and didn't try to do too much and just try to give your team the best chance to win every time you pitch, and hopefully it works out. Awesome. So on draft day, you were kind of – you kind of really had no idea where you're going, like you said. Yeah, not a clue. What was it like sitting through the first ten <laughs> rounds, and then on in the fourteenth round, hearing your name called, getting that call from the A's? Because mark me if I'm wrong, but you never talked to the A's, really, did you? No, I, I had one contact with them earlier in the spring. They just sent me a letter, said, "Hey, fill this questionnaire out," and that's pretty much <laughs> it. And there's other teams that were all over me and stuff, and they're one of the teams that, I mean, they didn't talk to me at all, and they still drafted me. I was like, well, I mean, that's just how draft day works, like. You have no clue what's going to happen and stuff. And um, the moment when I got picked, it, might, it was just surreal. I didn't really know how to react. Um, whole family was crying and stuff, and it was just it was an awesome moment. It was unbelievable. That's so cool to hear, especially like a kid here from Twin Cities. You always root for those kids to go, oh, make, yeah. especially Division Two. It's not one of those big D one schools where they have those big stellar players. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're here in a small campus of only a few thousand kids, and I mean. You're out here getting your name called. That's got to be pretty cool. Oh, it was awesome. It's really cool, too, because um, these teams I go to, they ask me, like, oh, where are you from? I'm from, oh, Minnesota. They're like, oh, yeah, Minnesota Gophers. I'm like, no, <laughs> Concordia Golden Bears. Like, That's like, awesome. Oh, okay. So, uh, it's, just, it's, re- it's really cool to represent them throughout, That's the, cool. throughout the league. I love that. So you played the Northwoods League, right? Mm-hmm. For the Wilmer Stingers. Yep. Stingham. Your- Stingham? Okay. <laughs> I was an intern for the Duluth Huskies. Oh, really? So roll skis, baby. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so in the North League, they have a super grueling schedule. It's mm. something like 72 games in 76 days. Did that kind of help prepare you for professional ball at all? 100%. Like, if I had to compare what minor league ball is like, it is almost to a T, the North Woods League. Really? Yeah. Um, minor league ball has a lot longer road trips, but um, the North Woods League, is, that's the place to be Yeah. Like for preparing yourself for the minors. Okay. And what are some of the bigger differences in college ball to that professional level? Um, I mean, you see, it's cool, like, um, you'll see a lot of big names from big D1 colleges, like, oh, this top prospect, like Trevor Larnick from the Twins, um, and then you end up playing with some of the guys and playing against them, and you're like, wow, like, I'm actually in it, and everything, <laughs> it's just, it was awesome. 
Yeah. It's really cool. What are some of the top players that you've played against <clears throat> or just off the top of your head? Um, I actually played against um, Keon Broxton from the center fielder for the Brewers. Oh, really? Yeah, I pitched against him. How was that? I struck him out twice. I don't know how <laughs> I did it. I don't know what happened. I mean, maybe he was just taking it easy, just doing his rehab assignment because he was playing for the uh, Wisconsin Tipper Rattlers, okay. and, which is right next to Milwaukee. So that's just an easy rehab assignment for him. Go down there and get a couple of bats before he goes back up. But I don't know if he was trying or not. It didn't <laughs> seem like it. So I don't know. I just got lucky, I guess. What was that at bat like when you kind of saw him come in the box? You just kind of think, oh, jeez. I remember, I remember getting to the park that day, and I look at the lineup, and I was pitching. I was starting that game, and they're like, oh, did you hear Keon's in the lineup? I'm like, who's that? And I look him up. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no, I got to face a big leaguer today. And I was like, and then he steps in the box. He's got his walk-up song, and the fans are going crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, what if he hits a, hits a bomb on the first pitch? Uh, but it worked out, luckily. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. So during your time at CSP, you obviously had a pretty darn good career. At what point did you kind of look at yourself and say, holy crap, I could actually play professional baseball. This could actually happen. I guess um, I really had no expectations, honestly. Like I was just taking it and just going with the flow. But um, kind of getting more real and real after um, uh, once I got like on a couple of the rankings for um, like the prospect list and stuff. And then once the questionnaire started coming in, it's like, wow, this it's kind of getting real. But at the same time, you got to take a step back and say, well, this might not work out, so don't get too much hype about it and stuff. And you just got to take it for what it is. Okay. Were there any teams in the NSIC that you've really disliked playing? Any <laughs> players, any individual talent? Uh, Augie. Augustana. Okay. they didn't try to hit home runs off you. They just tried to flick the ball the other way. <laughs> and it was so annoying to pitch against them because they're just really tough outs and they're good competitors. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So what, when you're playing baseball, it's obviously you've got a lot of off time on your hand being a starting pitcher. I mean, what do you kind of do just to get your mind off of baseball? Do you do anything in particular? Um, when I was actually in Beloit, there was um, a lake out, out back from the host family's house, mm-hmm. and I would fish there every single day just to kind of relax and do my own thing, play video games. I mean, I mean, you think you have a lot of downtime, but there's really not. There's more okay. downtime like at the field. Like, okay. um, I get to the field around 12, and I'll stay there till 11 every single day. Really? Yeah. So you get your work in and stuff, and um, you're pretty much just chilling there on your phone or hanging out with playing cards with the guys. Okay. Yeah. Is that kind of similar to what you do at CSP, or how did that change from a game day perspective? Game day perspective? Um, at CSP, you had a lot less downtime. Like, it's like bam, 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 right away. Like, you get ready for the game, go to the field, and then start playing. But at Beloit or, like, in the minors, like, you go to the field and you wait there for a long time before you pitch and, like, study their lineup and stuff. I don't know. There's a lot more, a lot more downtime in the minors. Okay. So if you could go back to freshman year Gus Varland, I mean, it might be a silly guy, but what, what would you tell him now that you're playing professional baseball? What would you tell the, the younger generation of baseball players? Start throwing more sliders. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, don't focus on, like, getting more velo. Or don't focus on, um, like, lifting the heaviest weights. It's all about just getting better 1% every single day and throwing strikes. Um, and whatever happens, happens. Like, you can't control after, can't control much after you throw the pitch. So, like, if you have a bad outing, all you can do is just get ready for the next one. All right. And you mentioned there something about your velocity. You've kind of got a cool story about that. How you came into CSP not throwing as hard yeah. as you are now. I mean, you came in throwing low 80s, mid 80s, yeah. and now you're throwing, how fast are you throwing now? Um, I hit 97 this last spring, 
but that was only one time. So I'd probably sit around 91 to 94 probably. What was that, I guess, development like? Because you really developed a whole lot as a pitcher from freshman year to hearing your name called by the A's. Yeah, it was like I came from high school, topped out at 85, didn't throw hard, didn't have any off speed. And then um, Marcus and Gob, they corrected a few things with my mechanics, um, got in the weight room a lot more. And slowly but surely, it started just building up, and it was like, I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> didn't try to do too much. I was just taking for what it was and just going with the flow. I got you. Yeah. I just got lucky, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So I've heard the story that you would, when Louis was a freshman in high school, you would get these tips from your coaches here at CSP. You would kind of relay that back down to Louis. Say, hey, here's what Lunch is telling me. Here's what Marcus is telling me. Do you do that same thing? Now that you're getting instruction from legit professional baseball coaches, do you just tell Louie these same tips and tricks? 100%, yeah. Um, it was actually, well, like, when I was a freshman here and Louie was a senior in high school, that's when we did the thing. Okay. And, um, I mean, we're doing the same thing now every time. He's asking me all the time. I'm basically FaceTiming him, showing, like, hey, this is what you got to do and stuff like that. And hopefully it gets him better. I mean, I think he's pretty well set up for what he's doing right now. Okay. Does Louie ever give you any tips? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah mental side and everything um i mean we just try to help each other all the time okay like we got the sibling rivalry but we're friends in the end okay i got you it's pretty cool you still keep in touch with the csp baseball team here 100 percent. yeah yeah i mean i don't know the freshmen too well but i'm keeping in touch with everyone through group chat and stuff like that snapchat um playing video games with them too (laughs) (laughs) yeah keeping in touch with them all the time and the coaches too real cool yeah do you have a pitcher that you like to compare yourself to on a, I don't might be, on any way you want, someone you model your game after? Um, That's actually funny because uh, I got an email from one of the coaches for Instructional Ball and said, hey, you have to come in with a player comparison um, when you go to Instructional Ball. And I have, I really don't have a clue. I mean, um, I was talking to Louie and some of my other coaches, and they were saying like, maybe a little bit like Zach Greinke. Okay. Yeah, kind of similar pitch styles, I guess. But I... Uh, I'm not really sure. Okay. It's it's tough. I got to go do my research and try <laughs> to find out one. If you could make a uh, scouting report on yourself, what would you kind of, the strengths and weaknesses, what would you kind of make that up of? Um, I would say I have good pitch location, good command, um, pretty good fastball, an average slider, and a little above average changeup. Okay. I got to get my slider better. And sometimes like I rush too much when I do my delivery, and then they'll start throwing balls, and I got to take a step back and reset and um i know the the baseball guys would love to hear this um soft body hard fastball yeah i don't know why (laughs) i love that for some reason but yeah that's awesome so kind of what at csp here you were i mean quite the bit you had quite the pitching staff last year with you your brother louis josh zach kind of what did that all how was it like pitching with a pitching staff that great oh it was unbelievable i mean if you look up our stats we had like a a little bit of above of a three ERA as a team, and that's just unbelievable. And it's not just us four, it's the whole staff. Because yeah. you got to put together good outings every single time, and, and we're not pitching every single time. we got other guys, freshmen, th- throwing, um, sophomores and seniors too, the, the works. So you still got to put together a good staff. But um, it was unreal going out there and just shutting down teams to give our, chance, to give our team a chance to win. It was awesome. That's sweet. So, kind of, what are your plans – now that you're playing professional baseball, what are your plans your post your baseball career? Do you have any ideas on what that might lead into? Post-baseball career? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to try and be a teacher. 
okay. math teacher and probably hopefully, hopefully take over a program for baseball there and be a coach too. So okay. I'm going to have to start chipping away at classes here, but <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. And then student teaching, I don't know. That's going to be tough to work in there, but I'm sure I'll get it done. You'll work on it. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I think that's really all I've got here. So I just want to say thanks, Gus. I really appreciate it. It was awesome to have Thank you, you on. So I'd like, let you, like to recognize this week's Male and Female Athletes of the Week. Congratulations to Brooklyn Lewis and Marcus Haskins. Brooklyn is a senior on the volleyball team here at CSP and was named NSIC Player of the Week and is averaging six kills per set and second in the NSIC in kills and a seventh in attack percentage. Freshman cornerback Marcus Haskins, who had six pass breakups and one interception against Upper Iowa last Saturday. His nine passes defended on the season is the second most in all Division II football. Rounding out the rest of this week in Golden Bear Athletics is volleyball is at Wayne State on Friday. That starts at 6 o'clock. Soccer is in action on Friday for their home opener against Upper Iowa. That begins at 7. Football is at Mankato State this weekend. That kicks off at 1. The volleyball team is also in action Saturday as they are hosting Augustana in Sioux Falls. That will begin at 2. And Sunday, the soccer team hosts Winona, and that will start at 1 o'clock. Thank you for listening, Golden Bear fans. We really appreciate it. Got anything left to say, Gus? Go Bears. Go Bears is right. (laughs) See ya.